you may have noticed if you're a Torontonian that you got a dear resident uh, letter in your mailbox. It's from the city of Toronto. They want to pick through your garbage. Here to talk about that is uh, Jim McKay. He's the GM of Solid Waste Management for the city of Toronto. Jim, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm fantastic. Yourself? Good. Good. Nice to have you on. Now, I understand you're going to have inspectors rooting through people's blue bins. Tell us a little bit about the subject of the letter you sent out to uh, Toronto residents and what you're looking for. So the letter was intended to really bring awareness to an issue that's becoming bigger and bigger in the city about the actual cost of all this contamination that we're finding in recycling. So what we're doing is we're sending people out on the street and lifting the lids on those bins to see which residents have stuff in those bins that shouldn't be in there. And when we find a, a bin like that, we'll leave a notice on the bin. We'll identify what the material is that shouldn't be in there. We'll leave some education material. And really what we're trying to do is just raise awareness that this is becoming a bigger and bigger issue, and it's costing the city a lot of money. How much is it costing the city? Give us an idea. Uh, so right now we're sitting around uh, 26% of everything we collect in the recycling is uh, garbage or some form of garbage. So for every percentage point we can reduce that, the city will save between 600000 and a million dollars a year. Wow. Now, can you chalk this up to uh, laziness or ineducation, the fact that people are putting the wrong things in their blue bins? I think a little bit of both, um, and in some cases, probably some intentional and some completely unintentional. We, you know, there's a lot of residents who really want to do the right thing. They try to do the right thing, and uh, materials are getting harder and harder to identify what is recyclable or not. And so there's some confusion, uh, which is why we're putting a number of different tools in place and trying to educate people to understand what is recyclable and what isn't. And I think we have some residents out there, to be honest, who just couldn't care. And we're trying to, to take a proactive step to deal with them as well. Jim, correct me if I'm wrong, but the early incarnations of the green bins, they used to um, very clearly tell you what could go in your green bin. I mean, it seemed to be a label on the top of it or it was uh, written on the top of the green bin. But I was very aware of what could go into the Toronto green bins and the blue bins. Uh, you know, is there a, an idea that we might head back towards this or am I imagining things and am I remembering wrong? No, you're absolutely right on the green bins, but the green bins are a little bit simpler because it, it's pretty simple what you should put in your green bin. Um, on the recycling, we don't necessarily put stickers on the lids like that because it is changing over time. And that's why we point people more towards online information or the, the collection calendar that we send out different forms like that to make sure that they've got the most current information. And why is it changing? Is it changing for the better? Or are we allowing more into the blue bin recycling program or less? We, we try to allow more into the recycling program. The, the problem becomes is the, the products that we see in the marketplace, the packaging, all those sorts of things are constantly changing. So we're seeing new types of products introduced into the marketplace almost a daily basis right now. And it's becoming harder and harder to identify whether, in fact, they're recyclable or not. Okay, so let's go through. I know it's difficult to do because we are a, not a visual medium right now. But, Jim, what are you finding in the blue bins that are a big no-no? What are the, the biggest offenders? So a lot of black plastic. And even if it's labeled as recyclable, black plastic is not accepted in the City of Toronto program. We're finding a lot of clothing and other forms of textiles, which are a real problem. Food waste has become a big issue. So, you know, some in some cases it's, you know, people throwing a few bananas in there that shouldn't go in. In other cases, it's that uh, jar of mayonnaise that's gone bad, so they just throw the whole jar in, mayonnaise and all, which is becoming a real problem. Uh, hazardous materials, so the different types of chemicals that maybe in a plastic jug, they just throw it all in. Electrical equipment, uh, you know, home health care waste. We see a lot of different things. 
Wow, that is, to me, uh, mind-boggling that people would be so free with what they're going to put into the blue bin. Uh, Can you walk us through what happens after we take the blue bin out to uh, the curb? Because I think a lot of times people figure it's full, it's at the curb, now I'm just going to forget it. What happens next? So we collect that material by truck, and it ultimately ends up at a recycling facility which if you've ever seen an assembly plant as to how they put a car together, this is basically the opposite. It takes all that material and spreads it all apart into each individual type of material. So all the aluminum, all the steel, all the different types of plastics all get sorted into different different uh, products. And then ultimately it all gets bailed up into giant bales and it gets shipped off to market for recycling. So I think the idea or or some of the misconception here, and I hear this all the time, you know, you'll be at somebody's house and they'll say, oh, don't worry about that. They don't recycle anyways. People people are under the impression that, you know, the city of Toronto is carting things away and they're not recycling. That is definitely not true. Oh, absolutely. That's not true. And in fact, we, we use the recycling by, we actually sell that recycling back into the market to make new products. And that's how we actually keep our costs down on our waste management system overall is from the revenue of selling that recycling. So it really is a reuse, reduce, recycle situation. It absolutely is. Yeah. Okay. So uh, let's get to savings because it's just giving people an indication of if we get our amount of contamination down to a certain threshold, we've saved how much money? Uh, if we can get it down to between 10 and 15%, we'll save at least $10 million a year. Wow. A lot of money. Uh, when are we going to start seeing the inspectors rooting through the blue bins? Uh, they've already been out there for a few weeks. Okay. Now, they are going to tag the bin and leave some material if they find something that isn't okay. I do hear you might start to issue fines or fees. Uh, tell me a little bit about that. Right. So what we're doing first time around, we'll tag the bin and leave some educational materials. Second time around, if we see it again, what we'll do is push that bin back, leave more materials, but we won't collect it. And we'll ask the resident to go through that material and clean it up before they put it out again. And and we've only gotten that far. We're just starting to do that in the city now. And we're actually seeing some great results by pushing it back and not collecting it. Um, we haven't gone to the point of actually charging any sort of fine or, or enforcement action. I hope we never have to go there. We're certainly not planning on doing that in the in the very near future because we are seeing some good results. Uh, but that ultimately, we may have to go there for certain residents who, who just don't care, to be honest. How would you determine the fee? Well, what we're looking at is at least trying to bring awareness to the issue is every time there's garbage put into one of those recycling bins, there is a cost. So one of the things that we've been looking at is, well, let's just... Uh, charge the or, or invoice the resident for the cost of the garbage that they just put into that recycling bin and all the damage that it will do and and see if it works. All right. And what's your feeling on this? You think we're just more of it? As long as we educate people, we won't have to go to that uh, step. I, I am still hopeful that uh, everyone out there really still does want to do the right thing. And it's really about just trying to help the residents understand what the right thing is. And, and they'll be willing to work with us on this one. And we'll never have to go to charging. Is there an area of the city where you're seeing uh, people that aren't recycling more than others? Because I would imagine a lot of people in apartment buildings are, are massive offenders. Just because a lot of apartment buildings don't allow that or... Yes, we do find that apartment buildings are are typically worse than single family. That's not to say single family is perfect by any means. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, and we so we're going. We're actually doing some pilots in some of the multi residential buildings. Over we are doing them now in Will in 2018 to look at what is it in those buildings specifically that's causing these types of issues that we can then try to to, to correct. 
Well, I wish you the best of luck, Jim. I uh, feel sorry for whoever has to go through the blue bins. That's got to be the uh, short straw that day. How do you determine who is going out to inspect the blue bins? Uh, we have we have a great team. Right now, they're just lifting the lid, so they're not actually having to sort through any materials. Um, but uh, we have a great team out there that uh, continually works on these types of projects. Jim, you just tipped your hand to the fact that hide it low uh, in the bottom of the bin, but uh, I sh- I'll keep it quiet if you do. Jim, I wish you the best of luck. It's a good initiative. Thank you very much. Thanks so much. Jim McKay is the GM of Solid Waste Management for the City of Toronto. They're going to be looking through your blue bins. I want to just open the phone lines. I don't know if we're going to get any reaction to this, but my gut says there's somebody out there that is saying, hey, stop with the nanny state. Don't look through my recycling bin. So I want to get your take on this. Let's open up the phone lines at 416-870-6400, star 640 on your cell phone. I have to say, I'm okay with it. I think it's good. You know, if you haven't already got with the program, maybe somebody has to help you get with the program and maybe it's the guy who's rooting through your garbage or the girl.